0: Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Annie. And today we got a special guest joining us today. So why don't you say hello, Jimmy?
1: Hello, how you doing? Uh, my name is Jimmy, and I'm from Los Angeles, California.
0: Awesome. <coughs> and uh, we brought Jimmy here today to kind of uh, expand a little bit on an episode we did a couple of weeks ago with Jaime. So yeah. we had Jaime on. He was from NASA. He's an instructor. And he kind of broke it down and kind of gave a little introduction to entries and everything and how to get started and kind of what NASA was all about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy here I actually met at a uh, NASA event,
1: right, right.
0: And from there, uh, I found out he switched to SECa. You know, <laughs> actually, actually got a, you know some prizes. He was doing good over there, so I got curious mm. and called him up to say, "All right, I want to know the thought process behind switching." why SCCA, the differences, and things like that. So I kind of want to get the ball rolling a little bit like that. So why don't you go ahead and, uh, and tell us a little bit just kind of about yourself right now and the car you're running and what sure. your end goal sure. is.
1: Um, so my full name is Jimmy Rivas, and I'm from Los Angeles, California, born and raised. Um, I was uh, born and raised down in the... Um, well, in the area where they do a lot of takeovers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you is, were swinging. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, Hawthorne, California, uh, Compton, California. Um, that's my area. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, 135th and Main. Uh, that's basically like a whole like drag strip area. Um, and, you know, that's kind of where I kind of grew up. Okay. Know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I'm from Los Angeles, California, and like Tony said, um, I am. I had switched over to SCCA um, and running with the uh, FKA Type R. So when I met Tony, um, I was in the process of also upgrading and, and fixing my Type R, and you know seeing how he was uh, also a Type R driver, you know I went ahead and and started talking to him, and uh, you know we went ahead and became good friends.
0: Yeah, and uh, you kind of surprised a lot of people with that Type R because they walk up to it and they just saw it was already gutted. (laughs) That's some commitment, man. Right, right.
1: Yeah, even
2: I got surprised when you showed me the pictures and everything.
0: Yeah, that's that's some commitment. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: You normally see kind of gutted out cars when they're older and they're like, all right, let's gut it out and just run it. (laughs) Right, right.
1: So, yeah, basically, um, you know, my main goal for the uh the Type R was to um go ahead and fix it up into a race car. Um you know, it comes already factory with as a, like a Type R which stands for racing. Um but I didn't get it to be a daily driver. Um I got it to actually be actual race car. So that was my main goal and object objective when I bought the vehicle. You know, I wasn't wasn't looking at it as far as taking me to point a to point b you know point c point d i was actually just wanted to race the car wheel to wheel that's really what inspired me to go ahead and get the get the r More towards
2: your like hobby and interest then not just something just to drive around basically
1: right right manny you know Uh, what year is your type r it's a first gen which is 2017 2017 okay yes it's a uh, championship white, and um, I fell in love with it. You know, I fell in love with the car. Um, you know, when I actually saw the uh, the news on on social media and on the internet, you know, I was actually at that point in time of my life. I was uh, I had an RX eight, and I was looking at um, fixing that as a race car because the RX eight is also a race car, <laughs> and um, but. Um, that car, the RX-8, wasn't in the circle of uh, marketing anymore. Um, for for like, I guess the manufacturers, um, you know, they were kind of you know, racing is more like uh, marketing. And that's what I'm. That's Absolutely. what I'm. Well, that's what I'm figuring out right now.
0: I, I do have a question though with the RX-8. How reliable really was that? It seems like every time I see one, car, they're blowing motors no, all the time. No, that,
1: that car was just magnificent. I, I never had an issue with the RX-8. Um, the only key to keeping your rotary in check is to pre-mix. Um, pre pre-mix your fuel. That's the number one thing. Um, the RX-8, I had, it was a 2004, um, you know, red rx 8 and I bought it for, like, about $8,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, it only had about, like, 65,000 miles on it. And my main objective for that car was also to race the car, you know. And and I actually, this is one one of the things that I want to do in my life is be, hopefully, later on, potentially, be an actual professional driver. So, that is one of the goals that I've always had in my life. Um. I grew up watching a lot of F1 when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up watching Ayrton uh, Senna when he was uh, down in F1, uh, when he was racing with uh, Renault, uh, when he was racing with uh, with Honda. Um, I grew up watching him, you know, and um, F1 was uh, really inspiring for me as uh, I was a younger person, you know, as a child. Um and I was was really intrigued on the technology that those cars had. Um, Ferrari was one of the teams that I, li- I liked. Ferrari a lot, of course. You know, we all grew up as red Ferrari, and wow, those cars are just beautiful. Yeah,
0: as kids, those are always the poster cars, right? right. You get them from you get them from somebody, you hang them up in your room. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> right. So, so um. You know, that's really what inspired me t- as a kid to go ahead and, and get involved into, uh, you know, automotive uh, technology.
0: Yeah. So did the RX-8 ever see <clears throat> the track? Yes.
1: AC? Yes. The RX-8 saw a lot of track time. Uh, the, the RX-8 was, it's, it was just a beautiful car, man. I, I really don't understand why a lot of people downplayed the RX-8. A lot of people say it's unreliable. The RX-8 is reliable if you make it reliable. You know, if you go ahead and take care of that car the way it's supposed to be taken care of, that vehicle is something different than anything on the road.
2: And that's the car you started out with racing, or did you have another car you started out? Or
1: um, well, I had a uh, Acura Integra, mm-hmm. uh, which I was also um, tr- getting involved to uh, trying to see if I can get to Honda Challenge when Honda Challenge was mm-hmm. was kind of like starting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but that car's uh you know just bad things happened with that car and
0: It was stolen, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> 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 Something <laughs> like that. It it was the, the engine blew out. The engine oh, blew okay. out and and um that was kind of like when the it was 2012 uh economically I was not in the position to kind of uh be in that, you know, racing realm. Yeah. Um you know, and I had to let the car go, unfortunately. And I was always working on the car, um, messing around with the head, you know, head and the valves and all that stuff. And I had to, I also had to get it out with the ro- with the uh, Cusco roll cage in there. I was getting it ready, but it didn't work out. And you know, just life, life happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, life happens. But so the,
2: so then, like. After the Integra uh, just gave out and stuff, so how long did it take for you once you finally got the RX-8 to start going back into that scene?
1: Um, like right away or just e- like maybe a few years? A few years, Okay. yeah. Um, you know, it's just that racing is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not something that, if, if you don't have sponsors, if you're just doing it on your own, it's it gets kind of like, hits your pocket,
0: you know? Absolutely does.
1: Yeah, so... Um, the RX8, I mean, I loved it, and I just hitting nine thousand RPM, ten thousand RPM. There, if you're driving a Ferrari, that's the only thing that's kind of hitting that, you know. Or if you're driving a Type R, naturally aspirated from back in the day, yeah, you know, uh, actual actual real Type R that'll take you to nine ten thousand RPM. But the RX8 is six well six speed transmission, um, beautiful suspension. I never spun out on that car. Uh not even close to ever spinning out on that car. It's very lightweight, the chassis is very rigid and um it was just a, a magnificent car. And I mean, you can race the rx 8 right now. Um don't get me wrong, but it's just uh you know, it's not really a big marketing thing for Mazda anymore. Yeah, they're well- they're, they're more into like who's running the new Mazda or, 3 or something like that, or the new hatchback Mazda. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's it's always promoting the new, and then exactly. on top of that, I don't think the RX-8 ever got the big aftermarket that a lot of other cars really did. You know, if you compare the aftermarket to that, to almost any Honda chassis, <laughs> mm-hmm. it just didn't have the support behind it, right? which makes it pretty
1: difficult for right. sure. Right. Uh, but, man, if, if you're out there and, and you're thinking about getting the RX-8, um, I would say go for it. They're actually going up in price right now, um, due to the fact that they're the, they're the, actually the last ones to have a rotary engine in there. So Mazda right now, the way they're thinking about having mentality of the the rotary, is that they're trying to have it battery as, charger. Yeah, yeah, as a battery charger or an extension uh, mileage we actually, extender.
0: We actually covered the uh, the story about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was one of our headline topics. Yeah. So that they are bringing back the rotary for that, <laughs> right? But what I
1: but I've been reading is that they're actually going to bring it back as uh, in an SUV.
0: Yes, it's in an SUV as right, a mileage extender, which yeah. is
1: not a sports car. Nope. <laughs> which is not a sports car. Yeah, so it's, it's a sports utility vehicle. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's
0: going to be some enthusiast out there that's going to throw a muffler on it just to get the brat. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: See that, and that was the best part about that RX8 is that you can actually take that engine to a rx uh, a rotary builder and be like hey i want that brap. Mm -hmm. you know i want i want that sound that that sound is a very unique sound and i want to be shooting freaking flames (laughs) you know and that was one of the great things about that rotary engine and it was such a balanced vehicle like that that car has such a uh a because the engine is, is put the, the kind of in the middle of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it has the, really good weight yeah, distribution. Yeah, weight distribution is, is is stupendous on that car. So
0: going back a little bit to the uh, tracking. So the Integra was going to be Honda Challenge. So that was your initial in to yes. NASA, right? That's yes. why you kind of targeted that in the beginning? Yes. Okay, so yes. like I said, when I met you, you were doing HPD, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, how long were you in the HPD? Walk us through the process of getting back into nasa recently
1: um the the nasa was um was i was going to plan to head over to uh uh what's this uh, touring touring series uh america this is uh, i forgot what this was called it's uh, it's like a touring uh series for nasa mm-hmm. and it's done through hancock okay um i actually
0: so they're incentive programs for the tires right yes and they, actually
1: nasa's pretty good because nasa well, yeah, they have nasa is hooked up with hankook
0: they have a good variety of different vendors and manufacturers for little incentives depending on what stickers or what you're kind of representing on the car what you're running on the car mm-hmm. and then how you place and they give you tires and Right,
1: good contingency program. Exactly, yes. They
0: actually have a really good program for that. Because I know I was looking at some of them and already thinking like, okay, so if I do this, I qualify for maybe these contingencies that could probably help reduce the cost of racing. Right, right. Which, if you can reduce the cost of racing, man. (laughs) It's a big help. (laughs) Yeah. A big,
1: big, humongous help. But so I, yeah, back so, to you.
0: You were saying uh, you were looking at that one because of the uh, Hankook.
1: Yeah, they have. Uh, it's a series called United States Touring uh, Series, um, and uh, really, I was looking to get the R into that series. Um, but like uh, you had mentioned, the SECA, My decision to join the SECA is because of the finances. Um, that was the main, uh, you know, factor. Mm-hmm. To my decision, it's it's about the finances. It's it's more reasonable to run with SCCA than it is with NASA. Okay, so it's it's cheaper
2: than just
0: yes. Is that because of the uh, autocrossing, or you're talking about? Because I think they have less uh, road courses, right?
1: No, this is we're talking about wheel to wheel
0: for wheel to wheel. Yeah, okay. this is.
1: I don't. I don't. I'm not like autocross is cool. You know, uh, I mean, you can have fun with your car in the parking lot and all that stuff, and and you know, just have fun uh but that's not really what I, I i i'm passionate about racing like i i like to have that bond with i don't know if you felt it tony like when you run out there on the track you have a you, you have a bond like you told me how you ran with that with that with that isf you know and you are you guys are going at it right yeah he's so, actually
0: uh well i don't know if he's a listener I'm going to give him shit if he's not a listener. <laughs> if you're not listening, Mike, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs>
1: right. And and you guys ha- you guys ha- get a bond out there. You guys, you know, after you guys have done your run. You're oh, like, yeah. The chase Man. the chase was fun. Yeah. Even,
0: I think even after we both got off the track, we were both like, dude, it was super fun chasing each other. You're like, right. it was fun. We had a great time doing that.
1: And, and I know Manny, he's going to get his car going. And later on, when he gets on the track, he's going to connect with some guys out there.
0: Yeah, not and me. I'll be way ahead of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of <course you'll, laughs> you, got, you got more seat time and experience uh, than me I mean, uh, it sounds like a challenge Manny. <laughs> but you'll, you'll get that man mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get that connectivity with other drivers uh, like when you when you guys end your session you guys gonna have a bond mm-hmm. you know it's just it's just a unexplainable bond that you have with other drivers after you're done with your session and that's yeah. what I love that's what I, I'm passionate about yeah. I like to have fun with other drivers um, so, so yeah. So SCCA is is really where I'm at right now, um, and I've been in the process of getting my my license uh, this year. And what what's real cool about SCCA is that in order to get your license, it's pretty it's easier than NASA. Um SECA requires you to in order for you to get your licensing to attend one of their schools uh uh weekends. So I believe every region has a uh, uh um a school, weekend, like a racing school, um one weekend. Yeah. And you participate in that weekend and you know, you're gonna go out there of course with a with a uh a person who's gonna go ahead and, and assist you in how your technique mm-hmm. and all that
0: similar kind of Similar to uh NASA's H P D one.
1: Yes. Um, but this is more like you're in school. So when you're in the school, you're doing it for two days. You're going to do it Saturday and Sunday. And you don't have to have the most fantastic car out there. You don't have to have, like, a very expensive car. Just a car that works. Um, car that works. And they're going to take you out. And they're going to go ahead and, you know, tell you what are the braking points, uh, where your acceleration points should be um basically how to have more control of your car and also how to be safe because SECA is really big on safety as as nasa nasa yeah. is really big, yeah, both that's,
0: organizations that, are. that's what i've always liked about nasa is like uh their safety their introduction for beginners and you know like you're saying it is harder to get the racing license with nasa But at the same time, I kind of like the vetting process, that they're very stringent on who gets in, you know? Right, right. This way I know when I'm out there, I'm not out there next to somebody who just, like, faked it till he made it. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
1: right. Everybody, you know, uh, how do you say There's more trust. There's a lot more trust when you're out there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I mean, NASA is a great uh, organization. Um, You know, it's just... NASA has really um a good outlet of, of sponsorship. Um it's just a little harder to get to those sponsorships. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um but yeah, um you know, SECA has a big tradi- has a big uh, you know, history behind it. A lot of like the Professional drivers have have gone to Indy. Have, have started at SCCA mm-hmm. as amateur race car drivers. Well, I think
0: SCCA is probably a much bigger organization than NASA, right? It
1: used to be. It used to, used be? to be. Yeah, I, bu- I believe NASA's really it's it's a little bit more enhanced right now than SCCA. Really?
2: Okay. Yeah. And then with like, uh, like I got two questions. Like, how long were you doing NASA? Like, how long were you in it for?
1: Uh, well, NASA. I was with NASA since I had the Integra. Oh, okay. Um, so, the NASA HPDE program, I was there since I had the Acura Integra. Oh, wow. And um I had gotten there as I was like 25 or something like that. Yeah. 25. I'm actually 39 now. 39 years old. And I know I'm not the youngest guy in the world. <laughs> I'm not the youngest race car driver in the world because right now, kind of racing, it's a lot of young... They want to get the young blood. you yeah. know, And really... Yeah, you can get the young blood, but at the same time too, you're bypassing a lot of experienced drivers out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm gonna speak on behalf of the older uh, race car drivers out there who want to make it. Also, you know, um, sponsors don't don't bypass them because even though you had you do have the younger driver who it has more energy um, for, I guess, the long run and stuff like that, or for marketing. He might be better looking or stuff like that for your internet, you know, post or your you know your marketing and a lot of stuff like that. The older guys too are actually pretty good drivers as well. Yeah. And they have experience. So
0: Dad bought race car drivers. You guys heard that here. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I
1: mean, yeah, because I mean I know there's a lot of like, you know, thirty year olds right there in, in the United States. Uh they think about this stuff, and I want to I wanna motivate those guys that are younger than me to keep on going, because even though sponsors, a lot of sponsors, they want to look for, like, the younger guys, or who's connected, and stuff like that, um, prove them wrong, you know, keep on going, and don't give up on your dream, because that's really what it's all about, we're all race car drivers, we all want to make it, you know, you understand, it's like, we all want to be somebody in the racing world, you know, but in the, in the long run, it's who makes it and who doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and um, if, you know, you're 30 years old and, and you got your parents or something like, why are you still racing or why are you still doing that? I mean, keep going, keep doing it because one day a, sp- a company is going to go ahead and, and, and they're going to, how do you say, discover you, you know, they're going to discover your talent behind the wheel. And then you're going to see that all that hard work that you went ahead and did is going to go ahead and pay off. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, worst case scenario, you just spent time doing something you love to do, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Worst case scenario, you got to go out and actually have fun and have fun doing what you want to do. Yeah. Not a lot of people get to do it. I mean, right. A lot right. of people might build the cars for for parking and build for horsepower, but never actually get to actually go out and use it and have some fun. Yeah.
1: And and it's not. I'm not knocking the younger generation. You know, I'm not knocking you guys. 25, 24 years old, and you guys want to go ahead and 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 um, succeed in the racing world. You know, that's great. You know, go for it. You know, um, but age is not everything. You have to always consider, you always have to factor out, okay, this guy is a younger driver, um, you know, but he's inexperienced. Mm -hmm. And then we have the older guy who is more experienced and can probably have the potential to put you in in the front of the field where you want to be, where you want to go ahead and have your car in, you know. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's. Uh,
2: were you still in NASA when you were
1: with the RX8 or also with the Type R? Um, with the no, just uh, I have the Type the Type R with NASA. I had just done one event, uh, which was HPD, and that's where I met Tony. Yep. Um, and uh, it, it was, I mean, it was a it was a fun, I guess, uh, day, you know, for me um but at the same time too it was like i not to down put nasa but i, I was not feeling too much of my progression with mm. nasa you know so
2: did you switch off from nasa to scca when you had the rx-8 or no because no, it w- it the the type type okay. i
0: met him at the nasa event mm. and then um you kind of you kind of went ghost a little bit on your social media for a while and i was like
1: yeah i'm not i'm not <laughs> Too big on social media. Yeah. Um. As far as like uh like, I have I have a uh, giveaway right now, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm am i I'm a go ahead and let your listeners also uh be notified. Um. My I have an Instagram. It's it's Revus Racing, and yep. and uh,
0: we'll plug you at the end of the show and also tag you on our Instagram post so they cool. can find you easy.
1: Excellent. And and uh, you know um I don't have many followers. I mean I only have about eighty followers, eighty three followers. And, Don't um, worry, we
2: got like three listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you guys got a pretty quite a bit of listeners. I've seen you guys's uh, page on oh,
0: there. Instagram followers <laughs> and listeners are different. <laughs> I always, I but, always catch a buddy of mine that goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I listen to your your podcast every episode." And then we're talking about something of cars, and I was like, "Yeah, we talked about that on the on the last episode." And he goes, "Oh, I missed I, that. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, heard, I haven't listened to that one yet." <laughs> I'm like, all right,
1: right. So yeah, you know. Um, you know, I, I have an Instagram page and I have pictures of the Type R uh, there. And you guys, I will have live feed on social media for like next year. It uh, will be my first official year of, of actually wheel-to-wheel racing with uh, getting points and, and uh, trying to, um, you know, progress in the, in the actual championship series. Nice. Um, and I will have live videos of myself with the Type R uh, racing so that'll be good for i guess uh people to see how the type bar performs in 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 the racing world nice. absolutely
0: yeah okay so that was the last uh nasa event so what uh brought you into scca i guess like what was the introduction into it the was introd- it something you were kind of always kind of a uh, dual tracking
1: no it, w- it was more like who can get me into wheel-to-wheel racing Uh, faster okay Um, and scca was was giving me the more of the open door so like i said uh with scca is one race one uh school weekend and then you get your um, novice permit so you're gonna go uh saturday sunday to school and they're gonna give you a novice permit so that novice permit allows you to participate in racing so that's what i was looking for Okay, because I was looking more like more of experience. How 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 is it actually to real to race wheel to wheel with people? Yeah, and um, they gave me the novice permit, and I exercised that novice permit this year, and I actually participated in three race weekends. Um, uh, The first one was at uh, at Laguna Seca. Uh, That was actually my first ever racing wheel to wheel ever.
0: Oh, what a track to do it at, too. Yeah. Had you raced Laguna Seca before?
1: On Gran Turismo, PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that counts. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, like my wife, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I have the PlayStation at home and, and uh, you know, had Gran Turismo. And when those guys are not hitting you on your back bumper <laughs> on GT and throwing you off course, uh, it's actually a pretty good game um that's only that's the only kind of uh you know critique that i have against gran turismo is that they're those guys are always knocking you off like on your on your tail they're they're hitting your back bumper and you're just like flying off the course yeah
0: well you were playing online yeah yeah so Uh that's that's the other players (laughs) yeah of course of course so
1: it's like and you know whatever but Laguna Seca. Whenever we would have it on there, it's like uh, I used to spend hours and hours and hours just just getting familiarized with the, with the uh, the layout of the track, and it's actually different in real life than the what's on the video game.
0: Different as far as the track layout. Yeah, really. I mean,
1: not li- as far as the the apexes and all that stuff. It it's the same, but when you actually go to the real track, you start feeling those hills. Like when you go oh, yeah when you feel when <laughs> when those uh that that uh what's that curve called? I'm not to say corkscrew. When you're hitting get into that corkscrew, you're going up a hill. You feel like you're like going up a mountain. You know, and uh that that when you're going that the height it's different. Uh when you're going down the corkscrew, it's a lot different than the video game. Uh you can actually feel the G's off of that corkscrew when you're going down. You can feel like your blood rushing to like one side of your brain. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's just a lot different Laguna Seca than, than a video game. And, um, I actually finished third on when, on my first race, uh, with the type R. Yeah. And, um, it was a 45 minute race, 45 minute race. I mean, I was like, I was like, I'm only used to like 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 20 minute HP sessions. Roll it back in. Yeah. Cool down lap. Yeah. Cool down lap. all (laughs) that stuff.
1: But it was 45 minutes, man. So I was like, really menta- mental, when, when you're about to go out there, your mental uh, preparation has to be there. Mm-hmm. You have to, first of all, you have to sleep. Uh, you have to sleep at night. Uh, make sure you get some good rest the night, the, the night before uh, race day. And you have to prep yourself. You have to be thinking about, okay, um, my qualifying session on Saturday was this. Where can I improve? You know, if you have all those uh, tools to that help you how to get faster, if you can exercise all that stuff, I don't have that. Yeah, I just go by my inner feelings, my gut. All I am thinking about is getting ahead of the other person. That's really what my my mentality is. Is I understand you have to kind of think about analytically, um, but some drivers are not analytical drivers like others. I don't know if you ever met him, Tony, but like i just go by instinct that's that's really where my racing is at it's yeah. like but my instinct tells me okay don't approach this car too to uh too close because they're going to go off or um th- let the other car behind you pass let them pass i mean you'll get them in the next your next uh, turns right yeah. you know so really that's what racing is about it's about give and take you want to keep those other drivers safe, you know, because I've always like I told well, my.
0: It's not a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's not a video game. Like, <laughs> like
1: I told, like I told my instructor, uh, like I told my instructor, when I was going through the, uh, through the racing uh, uh, school, I was like, you know what? Um, he because he was telling me, Jimmy, you're 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 kind you're going slower in the tight bar. Why are you getting stuck behind this Miata, this this fourteen year old? And I said, you know what? I don't wanna be responsible for this fourteen year old, something happened to him. As soon as I as soon as the first thing when I pass this guy, he's gonna get either he's gonna kinda of get mentality blocked.
0: Yeah, get aggressive. Or, or, or get
1: aggressive or something and then something's gonna to happen to him and his father is there. And I don't want a father to lose a son. You know. My main thing is to keep myself and others safe. I may not win, but keep others safe, man, because other other drivers are fathers, they're brothers you know, their sons and it's all about keeping each other safe. Or I don't, I be don't
2: safe and have fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't bang, you know, some guys just bang the heck out of you. And it's like, dude, like I'm not sponsored. You know, you're sponsored. You can bang, you know, like your car will get fixed. Mine's is not, I'm not sponsored. Oh, so yeah, I got to keep my car as clean as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? So, um so yeah, like uh, that racing weekend, um that 14 year old uh, went out to the second session and, um, like I told my instructor, I don't, that 14-year-old, like, uh, I just want to keep my distance. I, I don't feel too comfortable with him. And that second session that we went out, he was in front of another faster vehicle. And he spun out. And he caused a major he crash. Pressured. Yeah, yeah he, he, got caused a, he got He caused a major crash that took out, like, two to three, four cars, you know, that, that was Ouch. in the field. Wow. And I told my instructor, you see, it's not about, like... It's w well, how do you feel out there what do, what is it it's like Bruce Lee, right? you know we're familiar with Bruce Lee, right yep, and it's not it's you got to f- what was the, what was that movie that that he was uh you got to feel you know <laughs> Bruce Lee was telling one of his students you got to feel, yeah, you know, don't think he was said don't he snapped at him, and he's like, don't think, feel, and that's what I do out there, I feel, yeah, I feel my car,
0: so uh, going back to the SCCA, how um, I guess how many competition divisions do they add? Do they kind of have so like where you get classified? Do they classify off of power to weight ratio, similar to like NASA's uh touring?
1: Yes, uh, they do. Depending on like your model of your car, mm-hmm. um, they also do like uh,
0: oh, so they take model of car into account. Yes, they do. Okay, yes, they do. All right, because I think NASA the way they do theirs is just a general. Power to weight ratio, and then they classify you from like one to five or something. And I think unlimited. No,
1: it's it's like uh, basically it's it's what type of vehicle, what type of engine you have, uh, what type of vehicle you're driving, and the and the weight of course, the weight, and uh, you know how much power you have, and um, the Type R right now is under STU, so that's my that's my class. It's stand. It's called a super touring under. So it has to be under a certain weight. So I cannot I cannot be lighter than uh three thousand pounds. That's that's my weight. That's the lowest that I can weigh on there.
0: Yeah, is that with you in the car or just the just the car? Just the car. Just the car, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's um, you know, super touring under You're that's probably
0: true. really close to that, right?
1: Yes. I'm at thirty one. Thirty one? Yeah. Seeing how the type bar is all gutted out, you know, um I put a uh, carbon fiber hood on there for the ventilation because everybody knows that FK8s run a little hot. A uh, little hot, the- <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they kind of run a little hot under the hood. Um, and uh, you have to get ventilation. You know, guys out there, if you're listening, you have a type R, you want to race it, I would really concentrate on the, before you start doing anything else, concentrate again those temperatures uh, controlled. Uh, oil cooler. Um, I know that uh, it's uh, HKS. HKS has yeah. a oil cooler uh, kit that is really good. Uh, that's actually going to be my uh, one of my probably one of my next. I
0: months. think that's uh, the the one where they re reroute kind of the brake ducting, right? Uh,
1: I'm not too sure. It has a plate. I believe it has a plate. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's the one that has the mounting plate and it has a diverter because, you know, we have the vents that go to vent um, and cool down the brakes. Mm-hmm. It diverts some of that air right into the oil cooler oh, okay. to help with the cooling. Yeah,
1: excellent. Sounds That sounds like a good kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, FK8s get the, uh, you know, the oil temperature, uh, cool down, um, aftermarket radiator. I know that uh, Honda Performance Development they actually have a uh, a radiator that's available for, for Honda drivers, and um, yeah, uh, try to try to get those type of uh, parts to control the heat. Um, and see so what else.
0: Yeah, I know that uh, with mine, I noticed that the downpipe goes in, and the oil pans basically notched just to go right by it, right? Right, right. So I heat-wrapped that section just because I hated the idea that the downpipe with all that heat is sitting there just heating up the oil. <laughs> right, right. That's so I wrapped that to kind of help control a little bit of that right. just heat transfer going on in that area.
1: Yes, Tony. That's, and that's a very smart decision on your behalf, very smart decision. Um, another thing also for, for heat control is... Uh, is seeing if you can uh, get a um, a reverse uh, hose kit from um, I forgot what this company is called. Uh, after That's after all right. We can. Y- yeah,
0: we'll plug it in later.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a reverse kit. Um, uh, Acuity, Acuity. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Acuity makes a reverse uh, hose kit for the FK8 where um, it transfers the the. The hot water that comes from the radiator it, it transfers it transfers it to the uh, to the top. So instead of the hot water coming from the bottom, I mean from the top, it comes from the no excuse me, the cooler water comes from the top instead of the bottom. So the way the R radiator works is that the the cooler water is from the bottom of the radiator, right? So since our radiator is, behind, is uh, right behind the intercooler, the intercooler is throwing all the, the heat soak in back of the, the radiator. So all that, all that cool, supposedly cool water that is, is uh, going into our engine is actually hot. And that's why we have that problem because that creates the heat soak. So Acuity made a reverse kit where it reverses that, that flow and you're getting your your cooler uh, water from the top of the radiator directly into your engine.
0: Yeah, just <clears throat> excuse me. Just probably make sure we get a turbo blanket for that kit since the turbo's right there too. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, but the the hoses are are pretty. They're silicone. Yeah, uh, they're high temp silicone, so it's they're pretty durable.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So the jacketing, the jacketing, I would suggest for like the turbo, the turbo itself. But that's if you take off. I would say the 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 plating the the shield the heat, shield. Shi- the heat, the heat shield. shield yeah if you if you go ahead and take that heat shield off then yeah i would say try to wrap your your downpipe and your turbo absolutely yeah um but if you if you don't th- i think the heat shield is, is pretty good enough
0: okay yeah so what other um i guess competition series does scca offer
1: uh they offer runoffs uh, which is down held down in uh, in Ohio,
0: uh-huh.
1: state of Ohio,
0: and runoffs are
1: runoffs are like the national championships, uh, which is the goal that I have. Okay, is to get the car the Type R down to the runoffs championships. Okay, so basically SCCA offers the road racing uh, regional, so um, they do regional races wherever your region is at San Francisco. Uh, southern california whatever state you're in um you know that's your region so um you would co- you would concentrate on your region you want to go race in other states i mean you can do that scca is a national organization yeah um but the main focus and goal of all the drivers is to get to runoffs
0: okay yeah. so i guess uh, to rephrase the question um there's super touring which is basically almost any car right do they have like a spec series?
1: Miata. <laughs> okay, they have spec <laughs> Miata. <laughs> so you go to S- any SCCA, uh, you know, events, you're going to find Miatas.
0: Or just you, any organization
2: uh, that will uh, have a spec uh, Miata. Yeah, <laughs> Miatas.
1: <laughs> is like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, Miatas are okay, um, but they're just not my, uh, I, don't, I don't know. They're just not my thing. Um,
0: yeah, I still might consider a Miata build myself, to be honest. Yeah, that's cool. Kind of like uh, what I discovered was, you know, my goal is American Iron. That's what I want to build for. That's where our, my end goal kind of is. But I discovered that it's not very popular here anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, racing is, uh, you know, not to, like, put down racing, but it's just, it's not the most popular sport in America. Racing just got offended, dude. It's yeah. too late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean... Uh, really well, we we are a football and baseball country yeah well
0: uh, it kind of goes back to like what we were discussing before is that racing is expensive it's an expensive hobby yeah. to have definitely yeah
1: but but i mean for like like the main like people that like to watch watch i mean you gotta it's nfl mlb oh we have NBA. nascar that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <good. laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we, used to, uh, we used to have a great driver. And, and I, used to, I, I, I still admire this driver. And I admire his family. I just wish that his um, family, that he, you know, how do you say, he gave the mojo to him, you know, was to win more, you know, than he did. Yeah. And, and uh, of course, we're talking about the Intimidator. You know, um, he was just like American Idol. You know, <laughs> that that dude was fearless. You know, and that's why he was called Intimidator because he would he would nudge you on your bumper, and how do you, how do you say the racing term? He'll he'll go ahead and uh, uh, rock. What was it? What's it? this term called? Uh, rattle your cage.
0: Oh, <laughs> he'll, he'll rattle
1: your cage and he'll shake you in order to take you off your line. Cause that's NASCAR. That's kind of NASCAR is is really physical. Oh yeah, yeah. NASCAR is super humongous, physical, and um. They I thought it was just left turns only. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they do Sonoma. They do Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and and uh, I mean, they have good drivers uh, now, but they're not what they used to be back in the days. Jeff Gordon was uh, another one. Yeah, uh, great one. You know, Jeff Gordon.
0: How do you feel about uh? the new team 2311
1: i I really honestly tony i haven't been keeping up with nascar
0: okay so uh michael jordan just started a team
1: oh that guy mj yep. yes oh, MJ. I, thought, <laughs> I thought he was into the
0: sneaker game uh, he's gonna be into the driving shoe game real oh, soon <laughs> he was he was into
2: baseball basketball golf He's now into nascar
0: oh yeah uh, that In, guy, and MJ. he was also into Looney Tunes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought he was also into cigars. Was he? Oh man, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, that's but, how you do. You diversify. I mean, and I mean, that's cool. I mean, you gonna uh, you want to sell more shoes? Put a NASCAR team out there. You know, you want to sell more gear, more more shirts. You know, whatever's yeah, do a NASCAR team. But it's and, it's kind of like what
0: you were saying about marketing. Is that you know, MJ is a marketing champ. Oh, yeah. So let's say he markets, he builds a, a new foundation, a new following, a new fan base for NASCAR, right? He starts selling more merch. That's just going to bring more people into interested into racing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. This could be a nice revitalization for both NASCAR and maybe our hobby as well.
1: I mean, that's cool. I mean, right? that's, Yeah. Definitely. That's that's. Because uh, I don't good, know about that's, you. That's good for his uh for his his bank account. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, even from like our perspective, like I know a lot of people who go to the track and race, but they're not gonna sit down and watch a NASCAR game or a NASCAR race, right?
1: I would I would love to sit down and watch a NASCAR race. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I like to actually feel the engines. I like the sound of the roar, the engines, and all that stuff. Um. But at the same time, too, it's it's like uh, you live, you have your life to live, you know. And um, I'm married, you know. I'm not single. Sorry, ladies, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not single. But I can I'm, see her giving you that <laughs> stairs right now. <laughs> that's my all right. Wife's, my wife's Manny here. is just a reminder. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you wanna you wanna go ahead and revitalize racing. I mean, that's a good way. I mean, that that's cool. I, MJ. I, I give I give him props because I, I believe he's also involved in uh, motorcycle racing. Is he? Uh, that's what I, I believe okay. so too. He has a he had a, he has a motorcycle team as well. He was doing motorcycle racing. You know that, right?
0: No, I didn't know that.
1: After he did, uh, I believe it was baseball.
0: I was wonder it. if he could do his signature move off of a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fadeaway bike, yeah.
1: bike shot. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. I'm actually big on MotoGP. Uh-huh. I, I love watching MotoGP. Um, I, I just, I, I really, I like the MotoGP uh, competition. MotoGP has what Formula One does not have. Okay, yeah. Um, MotoGP has actual racing, racing. Like you, Them guys are like duking it out to the last turn. That's racing, you know, and, and, and that's what I love to see. You know, in racing, NASCAR too has that. NASCAR has that. Yeah, fortunately, NASCAR has
0: that. That's that's kind of the beauty of I I feel like that's the beauty of spec racing overall. You know what I mean? NASCAR, everybody has to stay within spec. GP, everybody has to stay within spec. You know what I mean? And that's why I kind of liked American Iron because they do well. Given they have a little bit more free range than a lot of other stuff, but. For the most part, they keep everybody in spec. Spec right. Miata looks super fun because everybody's within spec and it keeps everybody super competitive. Right,
1: right. And,
0: versus, and, you know, ver- versus which is a uh, super touring sounds fun because you get a ton of variety of different cars and different aspects, uh, and auto different box, factors. Auto you know? box. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, there is huge disparities depending on what platform you're running. You know what I mean? sometimes they could be within the same um the same series for super touring because of their power to weight ratio or what have you but the advances of you know just platform or chassis could make a huge difference on that
1: right right
0: which you know it, it has its own fun to that because you know you have your own mysteries your own variables you got to watch out for but spec racing just keeps everything almost the same vehicles just going at it. Right. And that's just fun.
1: Yeah, it is. And, and, and it's fun for the viewers. It's fun for the fan base, you know, and it's exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. It's physical, <laughs> it's physical, <laughs> but exciting. I yeah. Said, I guess that's what people like. They like the physicality sometimes. And yeah. I guess, you know, you can do it when you have uh, corporate cars out there on the track and money is not an issue. Dude, Duke it out. You know, hit each other, you know, but just don't take out each other. You can, you can, you know, bump and you can, you know, rubbing is racing. I I get it. I get that. But when you have a corporate car, when you have a corporate sponsor backing you up, that's when it's acceptable. You guys can do, you know, scrape each other, nudge each other, you know, duke it out. But when it's more of a privateer team and stuff like that, don't do that, man, because you're going to cause that... Team money, and you're gonna cause yourself money damage as well, you know. And that's what I love about SCCA is they tell you, we don't allow rub, we don't allow contact here. So okay. don't don't plan on clipping somebody's uh, quarter panel.
0: That's interesting. So this uh this wheel to wheel is no contact. No contact. Because I know you go wheel to wheel like Honda Challenge. There's a possibility you're gonna get a little bump well, or something. No, you but know? that's
1: that's racing in general. Yeah, that's racing in general. Like you, you, it's with, when it's uh, full competition racing. I mean, you you are probably gonna get rubbed. You know, that's no, that's the shadow of a doubt. But at the same time, too, it's like they don't allow that that much. They they either b- they'll flag you. You know, they'll they'll do something as far as they'll slow you down to go ahead and and make you feel a penalty. The, as far as the physicality is concerned,
0: really okay. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how NASA does with play. that to they be honest, but
1: mm. they don't play when it comes to contact. SCCA, they don't play okay, you know? yeah. All right,
0: that's interesting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I guess the question that went there they have a spec Miata. This is why I might want to have to build one. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, it I mean, seems th- like they have them everywhere, like the Miata seems to be the car where you can join almost any organization and have a full spec wheel-to-wheel racing
1: and and what makes it what makes it even better guys is that it's not expensive it's it's a cheaper, cheaper yeah i, th- I think you it can has get a pretty physical. broad yeah, yeah it has can, a pretty you broad can get range physical in the in the in that spec miata uh series and say for example you need a new fender Dude, you can go grab a fender from a junkyard for like forty bucks and just slap it on. Yeah, you know, rather than like uh, how we drive a Type R, you know, our our fenders are very expensive and we have to replenish a whole fender and it'll cost us like three four hundred dollars to just replenish that fender. Yep, you know, so a spec Miata is cool if you are on a budget. If you are on a budget, I I motivate you to get into that.
0: Yeah, so we actually had a on from NASA, the instructor, and he actually debated me a little bit on the budget-wise of the Miata. And his kind of uh, thing was that, you know, especially in the NASA series of Spec Miata, that they go through so much meticulous parts and everything to stay competitive and stay ahead that it could actually, to be competitive, at least in the NASA Spec Miata racing series, you actually could be looking at it a very expensive build, <laughs> right, right? But that's why I say the Miata is nice because it does have that broad range of of um, of what you can do. You can actually use it as a very cheap track car, get you introduction, even get you into the racing series. Doesn't mean you are going to be, you know, the most competitive because there are people who can spend a, double what you are spending and stay within your same spec. You know what I mean?
1: Right, right.
0: But it seems very versatile, and just hearing that SCCA has a spec Miata too just makes me want to buy one now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just all get Miatas and just have them in different colors for Power Rangers. <laughs> I call green.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, those, those so sp- uh, Miatas are they are they're, they're nice and all and everything like that, and, and um, you know, they're cool. I, uh, you know, I dig them. They—they feel like go karts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we look at them. They're like really small little go karts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just the power, man. The power is way different than what you're feeling on the power in a Type R. Type R is power, man.
0: That's true. I mean, at when I first bought the Type R, it was technically a power downgrade for me, but because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I actually came out of a 2015 Coyote. Oh, okay. So I lost 120 horsepower switching to the Type R. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but the Type R for me was... Uh, confidence inspiring right you know what i mean that it's a car that i know i can go into the corner at almost any speed and i'm probably gonna be all right yes like it's very confidence inspiring
1: yes yes um i mean miatas too are lighter so weight is a very big factor in racing yeah uh, easier on tires easy, easier on yeah, everything so i mean miatas uh can be with lesser power now but they have uh lesser weight so the weight is an advantage for the miatas yeah absolutely and, that, and that's any driver will tell you i can i can i can throw this car in fourth gear that curve without braking. no problem you know and the car will take it yeah yeah
0: yeah that's true very true k miata that's going to be the end goal for me <laughs> <laughs> just k swap yeah. it and i'll be happy as hell
1: yeah but i think i think that fox body you got man that fox body is going to be a beast man
0: We'll see. I mean, the chassis itself is a very difficult chassis to do road racing. It's not It's not turn-friendly. <laughs> but you're going to make it turn-friendly. I'm going to make it as turn-friendly as I possibly can, yes. yeah. I'm going to make it as turn-friendly as I could and just learn to drive in it and enjoy it because that is kind of like... I didn't choose it because it's the most competitive or the best track car out there. I chose it just because that's my favorite. right. So that's yeah. just my personal favorite car that i want to build and i want to go race
1: yeah and then we'll have manny with his miata trying to catch up <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might smoke me with a miata man <laughs> yeah, he's always
2: talking about like his end goal is actually to beat a miata in the type r
0: no it was in the mustang it was in the mustang, it's the, mustang. Okay. Okay. the goal is the goal is to out out drive or at least the car can kind of outdo a good built miata if i can if i can do that with the old american mustang That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. that's that's a good end goal. Yeah. But uh, so speaking of end goals, so end goal for the Type R now. So now you're SECa all the way, and you said you wanted to do that competition in Ohio. I believe uh, you said runoffs. The runoffs. Oh, yeah, runoffs. Okay. National competition. And that's uh, a that's, that's touring. If
1: I, that's if I get there first of all. <laughs> yes. I got to go through a lot of uh, the whole year, uh, you know, through January, all the way through the summertime, um, into fall, uh, to get into runoffs. Runoffs is just to qualify. Yeah, just to get an invitation to runoffs, because you have to get an invitation to runoffs. Yeah. And um, you have to get an invitation by actually doing pretty good in the series that you're in, in, in the regional racing.
0: Okay. Yeah. So is end goal just. Sticking with the Type R forever? Or is there going to be a different platform or a different competition series that you want after the no, after it's, that? It's,
1: it, it's, it's all depends on it all depends I- on the sponsors that I have um, because, like I said earlier, the finances are a big factor. Um, yeah, and right now I have about three sponsors. Um, I have well. You can call them sponsors, but they're partial sponsors. Right now, I have I have um, one of my sponsors is Mishimoto. Okay. So Mishimoto is one of my sponsors, but the way they do it is that they actually tell you, "We're going to go ahead and give you a discount on our on our parts." Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the sponsoring that the program that they offer. So you you know you're going to want to grab a air intake. We'll give you a certain price stuff like that. That's, that's sponsor, um, And then I have Fortune Auto uh, Suspension, okay. uh, which offered me also discount. And I'm actually, the way their program works is that if you show them that you're actually progressing in the racing series, you can get a $300 credit with them. So every, every race weekend that you do pretty well, you get a $300 credit. And you can put that towards any type of, uh, I guess, their parts and components they have. Mm-hmm. So next year,
0: or eventually, maybe even respringing it if you need to kind of change your rates a little bit.
1: Well, that's that's the goal, you see, because right now I have the I have the regular street uh, coilover kit, mm-hmm. so on the Type R from Fortunato. Auto, and it's a really good suspension kit. And when I put it on the Type R, I, man, it was just like a totally different car.
0: Yeah, I know I'm gonna have to do something to mine because uh, at Button Willow, I was finally binding. Binding the uh, suspension, like going into some of the turns and breaking really hard, and I was hearing it knock pretty hard. <laughs> right,
1: right. So that the the suspension they offer, they offer they offer a coilover system with a cambering on there, so you could camber your suspension out, and uh, you know ride height adjustability and dampening. Mm-hmm. So those are really big key factors to to your suspension. Okay. And, um, they offered me the, uh, the kit for a pretty good price, and I became one of their sponsored drivers. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And then my third and final sponsor is actually my, my, uh, my family's uh, shop down in Los Angeles, California. Uh, they're called uh, Muscle Tuner, and they're located down on Jefferson um, Boulevard and close to Central. And they actually customize Mustangs like yours. Really? Yeah, they work on muscle cars. That's that's their main thing. Is when they look at my type, are like, yeah, we'll do your type. That, R. That's why it's a partial, <laughs> right? We'll give you a
0: partial sponsorship, I guess. <laughs> but
1: their main thing is like main muscle cars, like yeah. you know, you guys. You guys are into muscle, so they do like uh, Chargers. Uh, they'll do Mustangs, GTS.
0: Well, mine's a Charger right now. It still is. Yeah, I haven't took them off, man. <laughs> so for Halloween, um, I put some yellow electrical tape and then zip tied some toy bananas to the sides of the bottom lip of the Mustang to replicate the little plastic pieces all the Charger guys leave <laughs> on there. <laughs> the Challengers. <laughs> uh,
1: it's an official Charger now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're uh, muscle tuner. They actually were in a competition, uh, not too long ago. Um, they're fixing up a 2019, uh, Toyota Corolla for hatchback. Actual, yeah. The hatchback. Those for, things look good. Yeah. For, um, for Toyota. Okay. Yeah. So Toyota took that car and put it in their, in one of their lobbies down in another state as one of their, uh, like displays display, customized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they got into a competition. It was called battle the shops and, uh, uh, what's this guy, the or, he was, he was a Honda driver. Stefan Papalkas the I I forgot that guy's name. He was a big Honda yeah. driver, a uh, drag racer for AEM, not too long ago. Professional driver. Yeah. And he was like, he was their host for the show. And they are competing against another shop, um, fixing which Corridor Corolla can be fixed better. And they came out on it, and, they put aftermarket cars parts on the car and the corolla even before there was even any aftermarket parts available, yeah, so yeah. they had to customize these parts yeah and um they they went ahead and they got uh some professional drifters uh to compete the cars down here on Fontana
0: oh okay, um, that's cool, yeah, I so know yeah, those those new corollas are pretty good looking little cars, man, oh yeah, they're definitely lookers,
1: yeah. Yeah, they are. You know, it's it's when you when you fix them up the right way, they look really nice. Yeah, they're
0: a good looking car. I like them. Yeah, I definitely like them. Definitely. Okay, so um, does SCCA have any kind of like rewards contingencies for their races? Kind of like what NASA does. Uh, tires. Tires. Yeah. Okay.
1: Tires. Toyo tires does them. Um, you have to run a certain size in tires. Uh, as for as far as looking up the rules, uh, you have to up, you have to run a certain size tires. Um, but I don't know the type bar can run those seventeen-inch wheels. Yeah. So uh,
0: I think I saw somebody post seventeens because they were putting on snow tires like online, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it
0: it looked beefy with those tires. How thick that tire was, that was beefy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I I really think that if we go to see the Type bar was made to have twenties on there the tight ty- the type bar was made to have certain you know you have eighteens tony yep
0: and I um, will never go back to twenties <laughs>
1: but the thing is the twenties for me felt better
0: really yeah. I I felt so much better on my eighteens man 18s? like literally night and day really the twenties um the twenties they're so thin like the sidewall on them they're super super thin And you couldn't really get them very wide. And the comfort wasn't there. As soon as I threw the 18s on, there was more comfort. I didn't have to worry about bending my wheel. (laughs) And I was able to run 265 square. And it handled so much better. Like, it was night and day. As soon as I did the first track day with the uh, 18s, I sold the 20s. Didn't want them anymore. I will never go back to them. (laughs) Right. No way. Right. On top of that, racing maybe, is expensive, maybe it's and your I technique.
1: save. Maybe it's your driving technique.
0: Well, but on top of that, though, too, is uh, racing is expensive, and 18 inch tires are way cheaper. cheaper. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. That is very true. And it gives, on top of being cheaper, it also gives me a, an array of options for tires because it's a more common size. So instead of having to hunt down the specific thin 20-inch tires that are made, you know, which aren't really that many brands, you know, I can actually go through and... I I got um, the Bridgestone 71 REs or RE71s. I got those on there right now, and I freaking love them. But if I wanted to go back and try something else, I have Toyo, I have uh, Falcons. I have tons of different options now. Right. And they're cheaper, way cheaper. Right, right. So... I personally I think eighteen's 100% the way to go. Hmm. Okay. Maybe we'll trade one day at a track and and <laughs> you'll you'll fall in love. <laughs> yeah. We'll trade for a session well, or kind, something. What
1: kind of uh, 18 uh, w- which uh, brand is that on, on the 18 inch rims we have? Other uh, Volks. Volks, okay. Yeah, yeah. You they're Volks
0: the 50 the CR57s? Yeah,
1: you had told me you had gotten them through a uh through through Facebook group, right?
0: Uh yeah, we we could talk about that off air <laughs> <laughs> off air but it is it is through a Facebook group where they kind of have like a connection with right, a vendor right. yeah, and yeah, yeah. I got a good deal on them I paid uh, I think it was like 14 or 1500 bucks for the whole set there you go and they're 18 by those nine are,
1: those and a are half are $3,000 wheels
0: I don't know if they're, they're that like, expensive yeah, they're ex-
1: but folks are very expensive wheels.
0: Um, but yeah they're 18 by nine and a half so I'm able to run 265 square Yeah,
1: it's, it's also, nice those were like the baller guys in the R's you know they put those Vokes on there, and they're like, yeah, got my Vokes <laughs>
0: on the <my> Type R. <laughs> yeah, they're like the basic wheel. <laughs> yeah, but
1: like I, like I said earlier, you know, um, I didn't get the Type R to street race. I yeah. didn't get it to go to the drag and, and see what I can do. I got it to race uh, wheel to wheel. That's, that's a, that was my main motive for, for the Type R. All
0: right. Well, like I said, maybe we'll do a track day together. I'll, we'll switch out wheels.
1: Yeah, we'll take Manny I'll- over there, man. Yeah, Ooh, you gotta take this guy out more often, dude. <laughs> Knock him up over here in this in this podcast, and you know, just leave him here.
0: Yeah, Manny he lives here. This, that's his bed over there. <laughs> no, no, Manny was uh, he was gonna register for the last event, but um, uh, there was, you know, at one point I do want to drag him out, but I'm not gonna drag him out until he's comfortable. So to make him comfortable, he wants to change out tires, and then probably buy just a 2020 helmet because i think at the time only the 2015 helmets were out and they were already just about to come out with 2020 so it's like might as well get the 2020 and get that extra five years on it you know Mm -hmm. so um i think uh i think we've had already discussed we're planning for around march for yeah i was going to take them to the season opening for nasa the big willow
1: okay Excellent. That'll be
0: a fun one to get him started. It's high, you know, it's not too many turns or too technical. He can really open up that Mustang of his and have some fun.
2: Yeah. There you go.
0: But he's he'll, he'll be out. I just don't want to drag him out and it's not comfortable. It, you know, it, we all got to move at our at our pace no, that we're no, comfortable,
2: of you know. We want to keep him safe. Yeah, for me it was just more like prep. I mean, um, when I was going to go uh, we were trying to go to a track like beginning of October. And the 2020 helmets weren't available at the moment, and I didn't want to buy a 2015 helmet, knowing that by the end of the year it's going to be worthless.
0: Well, they'll still let you use it for HPE, but it's yeah. We didn't know that. We were still kind of like wondering about all the rules and stuff. You know, we're we're, we weren't as well informed as we should have been.
2: Later on, we found that we could have still used it for another few years, but like before, we didn't know that, so it just didn't seem financially. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like appropriate, it. Yeah, appropriate, yeah, appropriate. Honestly, to do that, just to buy a helmet that's gonna be thrown away because I can't use it anymore. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, right. So we're gonna do. He's gonna get some tires. We're gonna replace his brakes. He'll have the helmet by then for sure, yeah. and yeah, take him out, have some fun.
1: Cool. All right. But um, don't be scared, Manny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've been to a, to a few tracks with him, so I know how it goes and everything. Now, just yeah, but the smaller tracks though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the smaller tracks. And, you know, once you do the bigger ones, it's really hard to go back. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah,
1: it's, you know, once you go out there and you get used to it, Manny, I mean, after that, it just becomes like, all right, this is what I have to do. This, yeah. is, this is the gear that I have to be in on this curve. Yeah. And this is where I have to brake. This is where I have to accelerate. This is, all right, cool. I got it, you know. And you get to have a lot of fun out there. It just, I don't know, man, just something about just being out there and the track in the car, just, it's just like. You leave everything behind, man. Mm-hmm. Everything, all the, all, those, all the stress that you have in school or at work and at home, it's just like, it all goes away, you know? And that's what racing does. It, it, it revitalizes you. And, and, you know, that's what the passion is all about, you're in revitalization. And, and you get, you, like, you feel born again, you know, when you're out there.
0: Oh, I mean, it also keeps me in check. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that after I do a good track day, I just want to cruise home nice and slow and chill. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Versus when it's been a while since I've been to the track, I kind of start getting itchy and I want to go do a canyon run. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You kind of right. get that itch going, so it's also kind of like a good relief to keep you in check. Yeah, at least for me, I'm always so.
1: You
0: like guy who's up. out in the canyons, huh? Well, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Idlewild Canyon. Yeah? About 20 minutes from here. Oh, okay. It's not far at all. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually gotten up early on a Sunday just to go crack the canyon and come home real quick. (laughs) The bikers out there too, huh? What's that? The bikers out there as well? Yeah, but I get up early, so it's nice and empty. It's real nice. It's a nice drive. It's it's actually really pretty. Yeah. I've been meaning for me and Manny to go up there, but I always forget.
2: Yeah, we've been we've been talking about it, like, here and there, like, going up there just to take a cruise on a scene there.
0: Yeah, I, we have uh, our friends over at the 91 Octane Podcast. I want to schedule a little crossover session for us recording and figure if we can do something on the weekend, we'll try to hit the Idlewild Canyon before the recording. I think that would yeah. be pretty fun. Cool. But... Uh, Let's uh let's plug you up one more time, and we'll call this an episode, man. Cool. So why don't you tell them uh where your Instagram handle is, and where they can find you?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram is Rivas Racing. It's R I V as in Victor, A S as in Sam, Racing, and underscore. And you'll see a Honda helmet. Uh, you click on there, and I actually am doing some um some raffles for some Type R shirts. So. Um, The way that the raffle works is uh, you have to go ahead and like the post of the shirt that you want. So, uh, like Tony, uh, like Tony went ahead and he won a a Type R shirt and I brought it to him.
0: You guys were sleeping on it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, So, and then also what you want to do is you want to follow my Instagram and you want to share with your friends as well. Uh, Three friends. Yes, so be
0: sure to to follow them follow him he has multiple shirts on there
1: and they're really nice shirts
0: yeah they are there's a pretty cool design on it
1: yeah they're actually private uh designer
0: shirts okay cool yeah hell yeah so yeah be sure to i'll have him tagged on our show post i'll probably put him in the show notes as well so if you guys want to see the description of the podcast episode he'll be on there and uh be sure to give him a follow that's uh jimmy from revus racing
1: and I'll follow you, too.
0: Yes, sir. All right. All right, Manny. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find us?
2: Yeah, you can definitely follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, unaccepted Pod, And we do have a website, uh, unacceptedpod.com.
0: And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review uh, anywhere you're listening to this podcast on any app. And if you want to send an unaccepted rev, uh, ask a question, send a death threat, be sure you can go ahead and... Email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys all next Wednesday.
1: Peace out, guys. Later. Take care. Happy meetings. <laughs> <noon. laughs>